Thanks for tuning in to the Catch Podcast. Brought to you by Dark Horse Tackle. The best American small business baits you've never heard of, stocked in a monthly box. Use promo code the Catch 5 off and save $5 off your first monthly subscription to the Weekend Warrior Box. Here are your hosts, Matt Souders and Brad Hicks. Matt, my dude, what's up? What's going on, buddy? Not much. I'm pumped for this episode, dude. It is a jam-packed episode. Yeah, this will this will be like we've had a we've already had a long episode, but I feel like this is probably going to be one of those longer episodes. Yeah, well, we have a ton to talk about, and we probably we're probably going to miss stuff. We probably will, but that's all right. But next week's episode will be a long one too. Just forewarned for you guys, uh, the guest is pretty cool. It's an interesting episode, so take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then the week after we're having Donald Trump. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> dude that'd be crazy i'm gonna I, i'm gonna tr- mark my words everyone out there remind me because i'm gonna forget <laughs> but i'm gonna message and see if i can get them on be like donald do you fish and he'd be like yeah i caught a bass once it was huge yeah or he'll say no and i'll say that's cool you want to come on our podcast about fishing and just see what he does who knows <laughs> that's funny oh man lord all right. So we don't really have a trip to talk about. You didn't uh, fish this past weekend. Oh, I didn't fish the weekend, but I went out on Tuesday. You did, yeah. So I, I went be... out with Creek Crawler this weekend, so I can talk about that too. I'm about to say ahead. you went out with Creek Crawler. I'll go with mine because mine was mine will be shorter. So went out Tuesday morning with a buddy of mine, James. Um, I filmed it. It'll be on YouTube. I think either next week or the week after. Did you? It'll be in know. a couple weeks because we got a couple yeah. videos backlogged already. Yeah, I'm about to say it'll come out eventually. You'll see it. Um, but just went out on a little stretch. It's a really easy stretch. Me and Brad typically don't go there all the time, but the last I've been there twice now, and I've caught fish, and they've been decent fish. So I'm kind of gonna hit there occasionally because a lot of people don't kayak it. But went down uh, four or five hours, only caught one fish. But the water was actually, water was up, but it was clear. It was yeah. Um, really clean, moving a little bit quicker than normal. But in this box, we'll go over the Dark Horse box for this month. I caught uh, on the Robusto Lures Creek Crawler. I caught my one fish, which was like a 15-inch fish. Uh, the thing is so sick. I don't have mine to show because it's still tied on, and it'll probably be tied on for like the rest of the year. Yeah. But, dude, it's awesome. And- but caught... By the way, they didn't name it the Creek Crawler because of Creek Crawler from YouTube. They should have. But anyway. <laughs> even though Brian's probably going to be like, yeah, they named it after me. <laughs> I mean, I, no one said they didn't, which means they did. So, uh, but got that. And then I, me and Brad are in uh, not uh, maybe a disagreement. And it's not even a disagreement because I, I kind of agree, but I didn't see the fish. But I threw the trace again uh, up in some confluence of water. And I had the hardest hitting fish I've ever had on a scorpion monster drive with 17 pound drag, pull a little bit of drag as I was fighting it. And then it popped off and I died inside. (laughs) You took it like a champ in the video. You were just like, Oh, so I sent, I sent that video to Zach of dark horse 
And I, he's, I was like, yeah, I watched what happened to me, sent it to him. And he was like, oh man, I lost the fish. Let's cast again. And I cast it at that spot like 10 times. Yeah. Just, whew. and then I threw in a jig in the same spot. I threw a crankbait in the same spot. I threw a net rig at the same spot. I threw everything I had on the boat tied up in the same spot and it didn't come back. So I don't know. I had it. I thought it was a good hook set. Cause I mean, you can see in the video, I leaned into it. It bent over a, a extra heavy rod. Yeah. Which leads me to what Brad was saying. He's probably like, it's probably flathead. It probably is, but I'm going to believe it's a 23 inch small mouth of the great mining river. <laughs> and it's massive. So that would be awesome. But I don't I know. Cried. You never know, dude. I always, there's this one spot on the river that I fished me and Matt or me and uh, Justin floated it. I ended up fighting a fish like that on a crankbait the fish came off and I swore to myself for years. I was like, that was a 20 inch fish swore to myself but looking back i was like it was probably a catfish well knowing you you're the catfish king so yes it probably was a catfish <laughs> but i don't dude i don't know like i i've caught a good bit of 19s 19 and a halfs yeah so i kind of know what a 19 to 20 inch fish would feel like dude this just felt like satan himself came up and grabbed my lure like it just smashed it and then when it fought it was i could feel it head shaking which yeah. that's what that's the only thing that really leads me to believe that it might be a small mouth because it was head shaking hard and then i felt it pop that's crazy at least I, you didn't I, lose the lure no i still got the one it's it's not like i didn't order extras uh, this year man I dude, I'm I'm I, and I got two more. Uh, I wish I would have run down with them. I didn't, but from my boy at Dark Corner, um, I had him do a. I had ordered some tails for a bait, a blank that he did for Jimmy because I gave him one. I ordered the same one, and then he ordered me like or got me like a five inch multi jointed swim bait that I'm gonna chuck around the river. I think that's gonna get smashed. So nice. So our, our trip was pretty interesting. I ended up fishing with uh, Brian Slayton, the creek crawler. Uh, he brought me to a real real small creek that you would not think has big fish. But we went out there, and my mind was blown. So right off the bat, I catch a large mouth, a small mouth, and then another small mouth. My biggest small mouth of the day. We didn't have any boards or anything, but I'm guessing it was probably 15, 16 inches. It's on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. They all hit the Rico popper and I was getting consistent bites on the Rico for a couple hours until a storm rolled in and we started getting lightning and thunder above us. So me and him hit under a bridge for a little bit. We talked about YouTube analytics and all this stuff. <laughs> Talk about your love for each other underneath the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. You threw me off guard a little bit. I tried. How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know everything. I'm everywhere. No, the the second spot we went to was pretty cool though. It was like a real deep section with a lot of riprap on the outside bend of it. Uh, ended up catching some fish there. Then we left, went upstream. This is where it got really interesting. We put in a couple miles upstream in a bad part of town, and you're walking <laughs> this. You're walking this creek. And it's like, like you're in the bad part of town, but you don't feel like it because you're in the woods. It's so weird. What? What? what I'm not gonna say. Then text me. I will. Where you were at? I will. Um, 
but we we caught fish immediately right off the bat um there's two confluences that come together two creeks we caught fish there went downstream i ended up putting on a crankbait i threw i threw that at a log jam that was like probably six to ten feet deep over on that side and i hooked into a really good one i fought it for a second it came up out of the where came up out of the air and spit it and brian just looks over he's like dude that was a big one i'm like that was probably over 18 inches i'm like my mind's blown like i'm i I don't care i lost the fish i was just like that is cool that that fish lives here because like this creek is not even 20 20 yards wide I mean, look at what Drew says all the time, Drew Gregory. I mean, it's it's these fish you'll you'll find them, and what you know, Torin said on our our episode, well, you'll find them in weird spots. But if there's yep. a torrent, what 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 did Torin say? If if they can spawn there, if there's bait there, and if it's it's oxygenated water, they're yep. going to be there. Yeah, they got access up and downstream because it gets deep. It's like deeper up both ends, so they can reach yeah. water. Yeah, so that like leads me to believe that torrent episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It was awesome, um, and a lot of you reached out and said you really loved it and you love the biology aspect of it. So I'm pumped everyone liked it. But it really has me thinking different, like rethinking certain areas. That yeah, there's areas you and me know there's no point in casting a line because there's no fish there. Yeah, but now it makes sense why we don't because there's no riffles there. There's no there's no real cover. It's not shaded very often. It's it's yeah. X, Y, and Z. It's not good bedding. We don't see bait fish when we go through there. It has literally nothing the fish want. So why would the fish be there? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that no, episode, it, no. it is interesting. But uh, Brian ended up catching a a freaking tank too. Like we were on on this ledge, like so it's like a waterfall kind of, and mm-hmm. he was standing right on top of this waterfall, casting parallel with his uh leech, Nico leech. Yep. And he caught this fish had to be 18 inches too. Probably the only fish sitting in that little ledge. But he was like, Is that a fish? Set the hook. He had to pull it up up above this little waterfall. And it just jumps and hits the water on the other side and he starts fighting it. I'm like, holy crap, that is a big fish. Yeah. (laughs) I think that was pretty much the last part of our trip. I caught a rock bass after that. He caught a couple rock bass, I think, but other than that, it was a great trip. That was fun. Yeah. So everyone, Brian will be the new host because I didn't get invited. So it's fine. You know, <laughs> you were at work or I would have. I I was. I know. That's so, the first thing I texted him because he texted me. He was out there. And I was like, thanks for the invite. He's like, you're at work. I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Brian Slayton, the Creek Crawler. Check him out on YouTube. Uh, he makes some cool videos. Me, He did record video that trip. So it will be out this week. When this airs, nope. it'll be out this week, I think. So that's all I got for my trip. Sick. This is a packed yeah. episode, though, like I said. So we it need is. to get moving a little bit. Well, real quick, before we get moving, I have a tiny rabbit hole to go in. You know how when you buy a lure and you're like, like what? That's that's black and blue for everyone out there. It's me and Brad's favorite jackhammer. I was looking at this. I didn't even realize. I just grabbed it because it was black and blue. It has a black blade. Yeah. You never notice that? No, mostly because I fish mine like I throw them at rocks and sticks and walls and a bridge abundance, and my blades are like silver within ten casts. Oh yeah, like my my, I, I've I've been notorious for coloring mine with a sharpie. 
when it gets like that. I've been fishing this thing, this same jackhammer for like 10 years, and I've never noticed the black blade ever. Yep. Yeah, I noticed it because like like you said, it just the black just wears off really fast. Yeah, I mean maybe I, maybe that's why I just tie it on and I throw it and it's gone like the second cast because we run it into me and Brad are notorious for like just like you know how I get a lure like you know how I get a jig close to a bridge abundant. Yep. I just hit it. Oh yeah. And I let I've... it fall down. It, it falls in the perfect spot. So why would I try to like stop it? Just let it hit it and then let it do its job. You remember that float trip we did last year where I casted my TRD and it just like stuck to the abutment like yeah. twenty feet up. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, hey, look up there. I started wiggling it, and it was just like like it was stuck by suction. It wasn't yeah, stuck you, by hook. Well, you threw it like as hard as you could. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, funny. all right. That's We're going to go down rabbit holes, and this has too much stuff. So let's start. So uh, before we get into the juice, which this is the other juice, before we get in the main bulk of the juice, I guess, we're going to go over the July Dark Horse Tackle Logjam, sponsored by Logjam weekend warrior box oh, uh man. i'm pumped a look at this box that is, is a cool looking box it is a dope box this full color box looks awesome um i'll have a, a video up on my instagram of what my wife thinks of the box which brad thought it was <laughs> i've funny. seen it it was hilarious <laughs> yeah so i'll have that up uh she's not the a same day either. she's not no not even a little bit but this box was sponsored by log jam fishing um, she has something to say about the sticker. She's not a huge fan of it. I love it. I'm going to put it on my new water bottle that my wife got me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's get into it. Brad, start, start off with, uh, one of your favorite. Oh man. You already know which one it's, which one it is. It's the one you've already been throwing. So mm -hmm. the Robusto lures Creek crawler, nice. man, this thing is freaking amazing. Like the paint job. Oh my God. Oh, you got the crawl color. Yes. Green crawl with the yellow belly and a orange like tint to it on the back. It's a cool little, uh, like the body shape's cool. Like the eyes pop out and up a little bit. The bill is small. The whole thing is small. It's probably an inch and a half long. If yeah, it, it's super small. It reminds me of the mega bass Griffin, which I think, I think that's the probably the same blank. Yeah. Yeah. But What's awesome about it is that thing swims six plus feet. Does it really? Yeah, but if you want to keep if you if you swim it super fast and keep your rod tip up, I was getting it to swim with just bouncing off the bottom and a foot. Yeah, so it's kind of so, like a wake bait in that sense, but not a wake bait. Uh, yeah, I mean, in a foot of water, it's just above the bottom and just yeah. below the top. I mean, it's not too far, but it is. Uh, it's, it's awesome. Oh man, it's awesome. I, I know when I first saw it, I was like, Yeah, that's gonna be perfect for the river. I, I throw the Rapala DT six of something similar to this, but I like this. Sticky hooks too. Super sticky hooks, and it's it's like you said, it's the perfect size for the river because I mean it mimics a lot of the same size of the bait fish. I mean, I don't know what other people we don't get huge bait fish in our rivers nine times out of ten. Um and I, I was talking to Josh about this crankbait too. He he said this is the perfect size for smallmouth to T-bone it. And what I told him was like, I've never got a, had a smallmouth in the river just choke a crankbait. They always swipe at it, and it seems like I always get them by like one treble. So when they jump, they throw it. And that's why I don't throw crankbaits much. But I could see them swallowing this thing. And the one that I caught um, on Tuesday was a T-bone because he had it like – if I think I showed in the video. It was on his top lip, all basically all – 
six trouble points was in his mouth and he just hit it and he hit it hard. He was that's sitting awesome. underneath a tree, came right out and smashed it. So that's cool, man. Yeah. All right. So what do you got next? Uh, next, I want to go into the uh, Giltech finesse, finesse jig, which a lot of guys really love this jig, the stupid light. I need to figure this out, but um, oh, there we go. So these are an eighth ounce, uh, and it's what I really like about it is it is an owner jig, which automatically means like I don't know if you've had it out of the package yet or not, Brad, but yep. these hooks are super sticky. Yeah, uh, it looks awesome. Now this is with another bait that's in here, and I'll kind of talk about it because it goes together. But this is the Riot uh, Tantrum, mm -hmm. and it's in the money color, which is green and has a little bit of blue tint to it. But that that just looks spread these claws out. Oh yeah, I got half green pumpkin, half watermelon. It looks like there you go. Yeah, this I mean this just looks awesome. Oh, you got it tied together already. That's cool. Yep, I already put it together. So what's cool is in the if you got the weekend warrior box, you got two colors. So I got green pumpkin and white, Brad. I don't know if you got the same as I did, but I got white and what's this other one? So it's like a. Green pumpkin with some black, some silver, and like a shade of blue, maybe like a tint of hue, blue hue. That's cool. Yeah. So that's what it looks like with a trailer. Like it's it's a it's a perfect size for a little finesse jig. It's got a, a weed guard at the front. Um, it's like I said, it's an owner hook, so that hook point kind of turns in. Which I was gonna say that probably won't be able to see it too well, but that hook point kind of turns in. And what's cool is it has this hook keeper on the back or bait keeper, which is super stout. So you put a bait on there and it's a double-edged sword, right? So it's going to keep your bait where it's at. But if you get short striked, I feel like it may tear the plastic. Yeah. And you can't but, really I mean, throw Z-Man on it because that's going to be impossible to get over it. Yeah. I mean, you can, but you better have a lighter with you, which I always <laughs> need and never have. Yeah. But I mean, these are built awesome. Uh, the great and wonderful and legendary Ryan Dole has been throwing these since they came out and he has nothing but good things to say. So I'm super excited to throw it. I'll probably start throwing it in the river, just his little micro finesse jig. And then an eighth ounce, man, it's the perfect weight. It sinks when you need it to, but it's not so heavy. It doesn't just, you know, destroy everything. Yeah. And it's kind of, the head is kind of similar to, uh, some Ned rig jigs that I've seen from other companies. Well, that's what it is. It's an owner. Uh, oh, okay. I believe I want to say it's an owner Ned rig, uh, jig. Gotcha. Um, I think they call it the blockhead. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, these are cool. I like it. I'll probably throw these. Except I, I've never really thrown a white jig before. That just seems like kind either. of an off color to throw. Yeah, I haven't either. I think I might only for the fact a lot of our bait fish in our river are translucent or that silver yeah. glinty color. So I think like with this one, it's not just pure white. Uh, I don't know if yours is, but mine's got white in the back and then silver at the front. Yeah. So it kind of looks more like, like a bait fish. I might throw in all honesty. I might get one of the two and a two and a quarter inch Joshies, one of the mm -hmm. shad Joshies and put on the back of it and let it sit off the bottom. Just like that. Yeah. Looking like a bait fish feeding off the bottom. I, know, cool. I think that would be a pretty good presentation. No, that would be cool. I agree. All right, what do you got next? 
Uh, the Doc Masters Whopper Plopper, or I think that's what it's called. I don't. It's a Whopper Plopper style bait. I don't know what the Doc it. Plopper. The Doc Plopper. Okay, so I got black and blue here. So it's my favorite go. color. I like the little touch that he puts the blue on the little prop. I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. And this seems a little bit more stout than like your traditional Whopper Plopper, like the the uh, gauge of the line that runs through the bait. It just feels a little bit stouter than the normal Whopper Plopper. And of course, it's Doc Master, so he uses really sticky hooks. Yep. And yep. Of course, it's Doc Master again because his paint job's amazing. I don't know if you can yep. see the back, but oh, dude, it yeah, just looks. I so would. Cool. Mine looked awesome. It was like a shad look. Um, looked really cool. I would love to show it, but it's in a tree. So. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> like, you know what yeah. he's gonna do? He's gonna hear this and be like, "Matt, I'm gonna send you one." I mean, hey, hey, bud, if you're out there, let me know because I was throwing it and I loved it. It has. So I will say, and this is my own fault. I tied it on a regular rod and reel before I lost it. And it, it, it do it goes fine. But if you move it too fast, just like every whopper plopper on the market, the body will roll. But I had I had it on my uh, my seven, six medium light casting rod that I use for topwater with my Revo rocket. Oh my goodness, dude! I was skimming it. It was just, dude. It was a jet boat going across <laughs> the water. It was awesome. But what size is this? Seventy five. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's small. Um, but it, it, you're not wrong. So it's a lot stouter. I fe- I noticed that as well. I feel like the the plopper is a little bit stouter. So it actually has a more of a like a pr- 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 sound. Oh yeah, you know, like yeah, a yeah. smacking sound. It really picks the water up and throws it right back in the water. So it gives you more of that dense sound pulls them up um but yeah i mean it, it was sick i'm really butthurt i lost one i'm gonna have to probably reach out and get another one anyway yeah that's cool man i like that bait those are the two i was pumped for but we got one more in this box we do we do have one have more. you opened your package yet of these no i haven't well i have i don't want to open them just because they smell i about to say so Ooh. so it's the j bros lure uh lures i will say here's the only thing j bros if you're listening you make great plastics i don't like i don't just like any of them we've got them before i like them i think they're awesome i think these are sick i just know they smell really bad but it's good for fish i just don't want to smell them right now <laughs> why is it so big the pack why yeah. why why i just don't i don't understand if it's a cost thing because you have other baits cool i get it makes sense i'm still not gonna like it but i understand but these are uh uh, I'm going to open it anyway because the people at home deserve to see it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the first, the color. So, I got white. And what I kind of was thinking in my mind when I saw these, I kind of want to put cut them down and put them on my finesse jig. Yeah, that's what I would do. Like, I got yeah. that. Like, so I got like a black and purple or purple, um, which oh, looks yeah. really good. I actually thought these Look are. so. The, put it up to your camera again. Look how it's that's, moving. Just that's what itself. I'm. So what what in my mind, Brad, what are you thinking I'm gonna do with it? Ned rig? No. Well, maybe no? Pro- probably, but no, I'm not gonna do a Ned rig. I was thinking I'm, chatterbait too. I'm gonna cut my tra- or cut my skirt down a little bit and throw it in the back of a jackhammer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Cause that has yep. a ton of movement. Yep. Yeah, that'd be cool. I like it. It's a li- it's different. I've never really seen a bait that looks like this. So it kind of looks like a jig, or not a jig. It looks like a grub, a twin tail grub. But like the tails on these things are just they lo- they remind me of like tentacles of- on a squid. 
thought you were going to say something else with tentacles. <laughs> Testicles? No. Oh. No. <laughs> Not what I was thinking there, bud. Oh, okay. Yep. Or a family. Anyway, show. I think that's all we got for these boxes, right? Yeah. No, these boxes are awesome. Um, I'll tell you, the two hard baits alone in this box are great. But that finesse jig, that's tried and true by legends in our area, at least. And these guys catch big smallmouth anywhere in the nation. Awesome box. What? I got a surprise. A surprise? A surprise. So we promised people that we we're going to do giveaways with some Dark Horse boxes. We did. I got a box right here full of stuff. And I'm going to do a giveaway with it. So Let's go. With that said, how do we want to do this? I just want to, can I just win the giveaway? It'd be fine. No, you got everything in this already. Yeah, but I lose stuff all the time. <laughs> Um, so let's think, how are we going to do this giveaway? Cause this is super impromptu and now you're making my brain work. I know. It's um, awesome. Should we do like a phrase? Like, well, we've done the phrases before and we've yeah. done the, like whoever gets to us first, which is like, that was nerve wracking. Cause we, the, the guy who won the last, the real, uh, uh, Thomas, he won it by what? Like two minutes. Yeah. It was crazy. I got so, it. What? Go. So when we post the show post up on Instagram for this episode and and you guys see it, comment, just tag one buddy in the comments and you'll be entered. Don't tag multiple buddies. We're just going to do one comment, one entry. So if you hear this, we'll do that. I'll give you guys like two days to and eh, I'll give you guys like three let's, or four days. Let's make it more interesting. So instead of tagging on the post when we comment on Instagram, go to the link in our bio, go to the latest video that'll come out. Oh, yeah. Uh, it should be this. Uh, it'll be the Wednesday before. So whatever the latest video is uh, on our YouTube channel, like, or like, subscribe if you're not, like, subscribe, and comment what you're hoping to get in the box. That'll work. So there you go. There's some good stuff in here. I promise. So I'm not going to go through that box. We'll just surprise everybody. It's a whole box of yum dingers. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> I hate yeah. a jerk. Yeah, it's all right. But all right. So now we're on to the meat and potatoes of this episode. Actually, can I say something else real quick? Now we're not on to the meat and potatoes of this episode. You Canada guys, you guys can't enter this time. You guys have won enough already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, all the giveaways we've done to Canada. Or to, uh, Canada. Hey, hey, man, I have not forgotten. It's still here. I'm taking it tomorrow to get it shipped out. So leave me alone. I'm kidding. You haven't even need me. I'm just joking. I'm going to get sent out to you tomorrow. I'm going to, uh, I just got done oiling it and all that fun stuff and cleaning it a little bit before I send it out, but. Yeah, Canada guys, let the Yankees win something. <laughs> That's all good. So meat and potatoes, go. Meat and potatoes. So this week on the episode, we're going to really dive into uh, ICAST. So we're, re we're recording this a little later in the week than normal. Um, it is Thursday, the day after all the ICAST awards. After all, we've seen a lot of the new stuff that's out. And let me tell you, there is a lot to go over there's a lot a lot like i i kept up with it religiously through the week 
and I think that our note that we share on our phone show that. <laughs> so we got a lot to Dude, talk it about. Does, I, I was about to say yesterday, so I was off yesterday, and Brad was like putting stuff in when I was at work, and I was looking at it and looking at it, and then I was off the last two days, and I know yesterday Brad's phone was probably blowing up because I literally was like <laughs> watching YouTube videos, watching yeah. like I got Instagram reels on my TV, and I was watching that, and I was just going through and adding stuff like bam, 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 bam. just kept adding stuff, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. there is a ton to go through. So how do you want to start at this? Do you want to start with the best of category winners? Do you want to talk about some stuff we are interested in, some different brands? Oh, we'll do the category winners at the at the end because like okay. what 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 we did last year was we just ran through it real quick and then whatever piqued our interest when going through it, we talked a little bit about it. But let's start at the top of our list and go down because the first thing we have here is a company that we love just love if if you've ever seen strange addictions the guy who is intimately in an intimate relationship with his car i would do this with these with this company just i've never it. seen it so oh uh, well you should it's awkward and weird and makes you judge people really bad but does i would do this company i probably that's i've been thinking about it since i saw it when i was like 14 <laughs> years old I'll, what's the guy doing like just go I was in the like, gas what? tank in the tailpipe. Oh. <laughs> okay, anyway, the first company we're talking to before this gets weird is Shimano, <laughs> the best reels ever made, hands down. And the U.S. market's finally getting some JDM stuff. So that's cool, man. So happy. All right, Brad, start us off. Shimano Corrado 200M. They discontinued the Corrado K and came out with this new Corrado M. Uh, interesting. I think we all saw it coming because all of us saw that the Corrado K was going on a heavy discount the last few weeks before ICAST. So this thing looks sleek. It does. The first thing I thought to my hand in my head is it's not going to be as bulky. I love the K. I've got like 12 Ks floating around. They've all been retired. Um, but the Corrado K is it's it's iconic. It's kind of like the E series. I've got an E series running around too. It, for years to come, it will still be a great reel. You can still use it for everything. I know Brad's. I think you've used K's. Oh yeah, that, before I got my DCs, I had the K. Yeah, so the K's are awesome. Like it's it's hard to argue a better reel at that price point. Um, but it is discontinued. The first thing I thought in my head, I was like, well, A, they've changed the look a little bit. They're going away from that silver to like a real sexy black color. Um, it kind of looks greenish black to me still, though. Like that greenish that it was before, but not as like bright. It's not. It's more subdued. I can see yeah. there's like it's almost like either. Now, granted, I haven't had one in my hand yet, which I'm going to right. buy one. But it's almost like to me, I'm going to think it's probably a matte black, but it might have some of that Corrado, the E series color in there, that green color, yeah. um, which now that I'm looking at this picture, it definitely has some green in it, but yeah, right. Man, I'm, I'm pumped. It, it's, it's a lot. I feel like it's not going to be as bulky. It's going to be a lot easier, nicer to palm in your hand. Um, it comes in just about every gear ratio you can imagine other than the eight i think it has an eight five to one if i think if i remember yep, correct here it is right here. um yeah yep so you have your six two seven four is eight five to one and it's still at that price point at 199 so i mean it's it's a great and this is i'm not trying to sound snooty but it's a great middle of the road reel like this is it can be it can you know compete with all the big dogs but it's also 
going to be a lot better than all, everything else, in my opinion, in that court category 199. Oh, yeah. Completely agree. I, I don't know what's all different in the internals of this reel, but I do know there's quite a few different things. The drag's different, I think. The uh, – what was it? I forget the name of it. It was some weird kind of like ion something. I don't know. Or X uh, I know it's the X ship. So um, that's you've seen that in some JDM stuff. Um, but it's it's I'm pumped. MGL spool. Yep. Which cross carbon drag. The cross carbon. It's a drag. It works really well. Um, I can tell you that it's going to be kind of hard for anything to beat this reel out in the category, in my opinion. I just think it's going to be incredibly hard to beat. Yeah, it lo- looks like it has some really nice, like, like all this stuff that's inside of it's, like, top of the line on old reels that they discontinued. Yeah, and that's what Shema... Well, yeah, that's pretty much what Shimano does. When something new comes out, they kind of uh, they they when they discontinue some old reels, they're bringing all the new reels, you know, up to par and up to speed and things along yeah. those lines. So, no, that's cool, man. I'm really excited for this one. I want to try it too. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna at least try it. Um, but I'll probably end up getting one. Just in all honesty, I'll have to say it might. I've got some older reels in the lineup. It might replace something. Yeah, I might have to try it. We'll see. Uh, next, this is like I'm one of those niche guys who loves this, and it's the new Shimano Alderbaran BFS. Um, which let me share my screen. I was about to say I'm trying to look for it. Already got it. So this is the new Shimano Alderbaran BFS casting reel. This is a 2023 Um, BFS reels are finally coming to the U.S. Now, I know the Corrado BFS was here and you can get Alderbaran BFSs from JDM Japan. I get it. But this is literally for us here at the U.S. market, which is awesome because it has pretty much everything that the JDM version had, but it's all the newer versions of it. So it's going to come in the seven, eight to one. That's what most of them are. It's a super uh, light reel. It can throw. I mean, I think the lowest I've got is a one thirty second on mine. I've got the JDM version and it just looks snazzy. Yeah. I think that's one of the, one of the reels that I want to try out some someday eventually, but yeah, that thing looks weird. Yeah, it is super small. So I'll tell everyone out there, if you saw this and you're like, that's going to be the, my one of my higher end reels i'm gonna get do it that you're not gonna regret doing it i will tell you don't use heavy braid because you will collapse the spool i'm pretty sure that's oh yeah yeah you told me that before so how much does that one how how much does that one run 459 so it is high dollar um which i can tell you you could probably get the jdm one for cheaper but if you like the newest and latest things, here it is. Uh, yeah. Well, the JDM ones are going to be a lot cheaper now. You'll probably be able to find them for pretty 200 bucks, maybe. Uh, it's, it's, so the thing with the JDM market is it never really varies off the U.S. market for the simple fact that 
it's kind of it's it's kind of hard to explain but the jdm stuff will have a lot of what this us stuff has in it it's you're not going to find it having way better everything because a lot of this technology has been in the jdm lineup for a while so i don't think you'll see them going on a crazy discount but i think you will see them go down in price gotcha but yeah, I'm excited for this. I'm mostly excited for it because now that we're seeing BFS, the U.S. market get BFS stuff, we're going to start seeing rod companies make BFS rods in the U.S. We're going to start seeing other reels companies to make them more affordable like Luz, Abu. All these companies are going to make a BFS system because it's starting to catch hold here in the U.S. So Yeah, that was, that was one of your uh, biggest complaints about companies. You're like, I need to find a BFS rod, but I can't find one. You were like begging Don with Douglas to to get them to make one yeah i was i remember i i I was on the phone with them just saying hey you really need to get you're going to be ahead of the market because it's got to hit here everyone's going to use it because it's been in japan for so long because they've been using them for trout and people have realized you can use them for bass and other sport fish and trout here and you know everything just get it oh yeah And, and a lot of companies said they were coming out with them and they didn't and now i feel like some might be behind the curve a little bit because you're seeing Obviously, Mega Bass, they've released the U.S. versions of all their uh, destroyers and stuff. They have BFS rods. Uh, who else did I see had a BFS rod just come out? Uh, uh, Dobbins has had one for a while. That's who I was going to get was of them, but they're always back ordered. So I end up getting a Mega Bass Hayuga. But there's another company who just came out with a BFS rod. Um, I can't remember who it is. It's going to bug me to death. It might be St. Croix. It might be one of their... Uh, it's a really light, it's like a medium, but it's like a medium light, medium yeah. um, casting rod. But companies are starting to do it. And all these people who, you know, haven't done it, I think they're a little bit behind the times. But that's neither here nor there. I don't run their company. I just use their crap. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the next one we have here, we're going to talk about the Shimano Stratic FM, which actually won an award for best reel and iCast this year. Yep. This is the FM is a complete. I, I it's a complete redesign of the Stratic. To be honest with you, um, yeah, I'm trying to find a picture. There it is. There it is. It, you're not going to see a huge difference, in my opinion, from looking at it. A Stratic's a Stratic. Yeah, they have that iconic look. It's kind of like Marilyn. Uh, what is it? Is it Marilyn Monroe? No. Whatever the chick is who was back in the day, and everyone thought she was super hot, and she's like holding her dress down from the steam. Yeah, that's Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. The Shimano. Stratic is the Marilyn Monroe of reels. Yeah. Everyone sees it. Everyone thinks it's sexy and everyone knows it does dirty work behind closed doors. I'd fondle so, it. I mean, who I'd would? twist its knobs. Who wouldn't? I would, you know, <laughs> I would, I'm just saying, but it is, it is super sick. It's, uh, I'm excited for it. Every time they bring a new Stratic out, you can cast it next to an old Stratic and you can feel the difference every single time. Yeah. So. I know, man. <sighs> I don't have the money for this, but oh, I want one. <laughs> like I saw it. I was like, yeah, that looks awesome. I need it. <laughs> well, uh, everyone in this local area, get ready to see some Stratics on Facebook Marketplace from Matt and Brad. <laughs> yeah, I got the I got two Stratic FLs. I'll sell you guys. They're good reels. Uh, yeah, and I'm about to say, I'm not going to preference this because you're going to, you will start finding FLs on eBay and other places for cheap. Don't hesitate to get one. If you can find one for 120 bucks, that's a great deal because those reels oh will last you a lifetime without even yeah. trying. 
So, and I believe these are the new ones are one ninety nine, right? I think yes, so. they're two hundred, which is the same price. That same price point they have always been one ninety nine. Um, they'll fluctuate between one ninety nine and two twenty, depending on like if it's the CI four edition, which I'm pretty sure the CI four edition is never coming back because they had the Vanford. I think the Stratic yeah. isn't getting the CI four body anymore. So. It says uh, KGN body right here. Yep, I just don't. They might be bring or, a CI4. What this is? Yeah, it's a KN body. K the, yeah, it's it's the uh, Hangen body. Um, not saying they won't make a CI4 version of this, but they didn't release a new Vanford this year, which leads me to believe that next calendar year we'll probably see a new Vanford, which will be the CI4 version of this reel. So, huh? Interesting. Yep. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be crazy though if they already upgrade the van for that quick because that's only been out for what a year or two, a year and some change. Yeah. I'll say that it's not just because I work in retail. It's not that crazy, and it's mostly not that crazy because people get they get bored, and how you like re uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not energize, but engage. Once you to re-engage a customer base, you've got to kind of bring new stuff out. So that's why you see a lot of companies like they'll bring like the Revo Rockets got what six renditions already. It's only been out five years. Yeah. Now, granted, it's an Abu and Shimano's like you know ages like fine wine. But with the U.S. market, Japan they can get away with doing the same reel every year for ten years, and everyone loves it. U.S. market with U.S. consumers, you'll see that I think they're going to start kind of redoing versions of stuff a little bit quicker. Um, we saw it last year when the Corrado, like the Corrado DC came out, what, two years ago? That came out, and then out of nowhere, the Corrado BFS came out, the Corrado MGL came out. Like, they're yeah. they're just, I think they're just trying to re-engage the customer base. And it's a good thing to do because, I mean, when customers get bored, it forces companies to do new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I agree. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Next, we're going to go to the, which I put in our notes, which probably isn't like 100% true, which I can't find it. I've been looking for it. And I can't find it. But it's the Shimano Poison uh, Ultima JDM rod. It's not a JDM rod. It's a U.S. market rod, but it focuses a lot on the JDM technology and the Poison Ultima's had over in Japan. Super sensitive rods. I mean, they're they amazing. look sleek. I, they're yeah, so they're super light, which is nice, especially if you're casting all day. But they still have really good backbone, and they also have really good sensitivity. I will tell you, it's expensive, but it's yeah, like really, nine hundred really bucks. <laughs> uh, I well, I didn't see the cost, but I think I it was nine hundred. Okay, that's stupid. <laughs> uh, that, I'm just I'm okay. So here's the thing. The poison rods have been in the U.S. The Ultimas are from Japan. I've never seen one at nine hundred. I've seen them at like seven, which I'm more willing to fight for the seven. The nine hundred dollar mark for a freshwater rod is stupid, yeah. Because for four hundred or three hundred dollars less, I can get a Legend X Extreme, or I can get a Mega Master Shorter P5. So I haven't used this new rod. Maybe it's God's gift to Earth, but I'm going to say. It's probably a great rod, but I'm going to give it a thumbs down at $900 because that's stupid. Yeah. So. That's crazy, though. Like, I, I don't know much about this rod, but I can't. I, so I can't really talk about it. But I watched that's the a video lot for on it, man. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm okay with spending a lot of money on a reel because it's hard to break a reel. Yeah. It's not hard to break a rod. Brad breaks rods on on grass strands. I had a dream it's, last night about it. And I woke up pissed. <laughs> I, I'm not even joking. Uh, it just happens though. Like, let's say you're <laughs> bank fishing. Let's say, hey, oh, next next weekend, Creek Crawler's like, hey, Matt and Brad, let's go Creek Crawl. And I say, that's a nice play on words, Brian. Let's go Creek Crawl. And we go and I make an overhand cast because I'm not really thinking. And my rod decides to come bust. I $900 is too much for me not to just want to like drop all my stuff, put rocks in my boots and walk into the water. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just too much for a rod in that situation for us. I'm sure there's a guy out there who's got a, he's got a, you know, Phoenix boat and he's got to have 37 Ultimas on it. And that's good for him. It just doesn't work for me. And I think the, even the high end consumer, I don't think it's a great buy personally, but Hey, that's just me. Yeah. The thing that does stand out on this rod though, is the uh, full carbon, uh, handle or grip or whatever you want to call it. The and real the, seat. Yeah. The interesting part about this is American tackle won best of the show for their carbon, uh, to, to Saki two or something. I forget yeah. The Saki Saki or Tosaka two. And it's a full, full carbon handled, uh, thing like this as well. And they're not even the first ones to do it. No full carbon. The, the poisons have had like Shimano rods, now I know when people say Shimano rods, they automatically think G Loomis because it's the same company, but yeah, they're different. Is it? No, it's still the same. Yeah, Shimano. Owns oh, that's it. right. Never mind. Yeah. yeah, G Loomis used to be himself, and yeah. now now he owns Edge rods, and they're poopy. Um, huh. But yeah, I've heard really bad things about those. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, the, the they've had full like they're like you said they're not the first ones to have full carbon. A lot of companies, even some like budget not budget rods, but middle of the way rods, have had like a full carbon reel seat. Yeah, like it's not uncommon to see. Now it's nice because it's way lighter and it feels stronger and more durable and it's shiny and it looks cool. But it's not like it's just not new to me. But hey, I agree. It's whatever. But American tackle rods, I've had a couple before. They're crap. I do not like them at all. (laughs) I can't. I can't talk about their new rod or whatever. But the ones I've used, crap. Yeah, it happens. So I, I, from what I've heard, kind of like their older stuff was left some to be desired, but their newer stuff, from everything I'm hearing, their newer stuff is above par. Like it's good, which mm-hmm. is awesome because we know a couple guys who are pro staff with them or work there, uh, and everything I've seen, I got a couple guys who I know who use them. They love them. Huh. So, yeah. Interesting. Yep. So the last well, one from Shimano that we have here is a uh, floor carbon they came out with. It's called Mastiff FC. Yeah. So Mastiff FC, it's always interesting to get a new line. And I'll tell you the second I see this, I'm going to buy some. I'll spool up on like some 12 pound. Yeah. Um, just because I like seeing everything that's different. Now everyone knows I'm a Sunline guy. I've got like just random Sunlines all over the workplace. Well, I don't really have a whole lot here because they're mostly yeah. Here you go, sunline, 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 yep. sunline, sunline. I need sunline. to steal some of that. <laughs> this is all sunline in here. Um, <laughs> so I have a ton of sunline. I'm a huge fan of it. 
I want to try something new, and it's not because I don't like Sunline, because they brought some dope stuff out too we'll talk about. But Shimano has always been known for quality and everything else, so I'm kind of excited to see you know what they're doing with this. Yep. The only thing that throws me a little bit, and this is on uh, American Legacy, if you choose a line test for 12 pound, it's $25.99. So this is price comparison to Sunline FC. Yep. I've never used it, so I can't say anything yet. It better be really good for 200 yards at $25.99. Yeah. If it's not, they're just paying off the name to split. 100%. And that's the one thing I'm worried about because the easiest way for a company to like get a bad reputation with everything is to have one product that's overpriced and everyone talks crap about it because they'll say, oh, yeah, the Scarado's great, but Mastiff sucked. I can't believe they want $26 for that. That's yeah. literally what people say. Like, if, if you're part of kayak bass fishing, the stupid Facebook group, which is hilarious to watch. <laughs> Everyone that like Hobie's makes they make good kayaks. There's been so yeah. many people complaining about Hobie in there. And yeah. if you don't have a Hobie, the first thing you're to think is all oh, this hope those Hobies suck. You know what I mean? It's just dumb. Yeah. So but let's hope it's really good. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a spool of it. I'm gonna see how awesome or not awesome it is, and I'll report back. Well, you know how I am with line. I'm not real brand specific on line, so I, I'm definitely going to try it when it comes out. But uh, I want to put it through the paces. But the thing that, like, immediately my brain went to when I first heard the name Mastiff is it says stiff in the name. I'm like, it better not be stiff. It better be pliable. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a fluorocarbon, right? But. I mean, it, it, I, hopefully it's got something. Um, so apparently in this, which I'm not going to, I mean, I'll just talk about it. They have a nano armor that they say it's a preparatory. I can't say that word. Everyone who's laughing right now, I don't care. They have a preparatory, whatever, coating on their line that makes it super abrasion resistance, which to me that says, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, Sunline FC, I've never had an issue with it running against stuff, but they have Sunline has their abrasion resistance line. Uh, Seaguar has a Brazex. All these companies have abrasive line. Yeah. If this Mastiff is awesome and it's abrasive, that's worth more than $25.99. Yeah. If it does everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you got brands like Gamma and stuff that charge what, like 40 bucks a spool? Yeah, how many and people are using Gamma? I don't know anybody using Gamma, so. Mm -hmm. What about Line, L-Y-N? What do you think about them? Oh, about? yeah. Screw that company. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they're not great. I'll get, yeah, they're poopy. But, man. All right, so do you want to kind of stay in the real and rod territory before we move on to Bates? Uh, yeah, we could do that. I don't know where you're heading on the list but heading down to the bottom of the last category oh yeah let's, let's do that stuff. some of these aren't reels and stuff though i know we'll have to use our and in, uh intelligence to not be stupid <laughs> all right all right so let's start with the i want to start with the aisle which one the i reel from cast king Oh, yeah, that thing looks retarded. <laughs> Dude, like Bluetooth technology in a reel. I don't know, man. That just seems weird. Okay, so 
I watched a video. Yeah, I and apparently too. it's it's not. I mean, we probably watched the same dude. Apparently, it's not like Bluetooth stupid blues. I'm still stupid Bluetooth, but it will track your casts. Here, where's it at? Yeah, there you go. It'll track your cast your cast distance, the speeds, uh, uh, retrieve speed and cadence. So here's here's where I'm at this. I'm not hating it. I think it's probably going to be a novelty. But if you're a big tournament anchor, and let's say you're trying to get on a bite week of practice, right? And you're going out and they're biting a jackhammer. You throw it out there and you're reeling it back. Normal retrieve like we do. Don't get bit. Throw it out there and then you just try something different. You're going, let it drop. Going, let yeah. it drop. And they're hitting on that. You can look back at this data and say, oh, there's a fish catch on this case. And if you can put that into your practice data, I think if it works that way, which it kind of looks like it does, that this could be a great tool for that aspect. Now, cynic myself says this thing is poo poo and it might as well just play my favorite Bluetooth songs because that's what it is to me. (laughs) But I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything judgment wise yet. Like this is all the stuff. Let's see. Yeah, we go. This is no, go away. Stupid thing. Oh Lord. So it's got an auto adjusting magnetic brake system that Which you can all control on the app on your phone. Yes. I, I believe is, you can like set the tension and stuff on your phone, right? As far as I've seen, yes. It it, it does everything for you. Um, which is why I mean you still have your manual controls for your clutch and then for your drag, but I think the tension and everything is all set on your phone. Like it has brakes on the outside, but I think it will do it f- for you, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it's it's I don't know it's interesting. I'm not gonna think. No, say it it's is stupid. interesting. Well, the only reason I think it's just weird is like it. It might be all right for a beginner that is using a bait caster, but at the same time, like that price tag is not beginner price tag. You this is I mean? this is not a beginner's reel. I really don't think so. I really think this is gonna be a they're they're marketing this to like your top of the line guys who are going to use their, yeah. their, they're expecting tournament anglers to use this. Like I said, I think it has the ability, especially right here. I don't know. Why I keep jumping around. I'm trying to go back to this picture with the stuff that it gives you. I mean, that's cool, but I, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to either use it or play with it or try to see it or something for me to say, Oh yeah, it's worth two hundred and ninety nine dollars because there's a flagship yeah. reel for all your major U.S. companies and close to flagship for all your JDM companies. Yeah, and Cast King, you hear, you hear the brand name Cast King. The first thing you go to is crap, right? So that makes me apprehensive. Like, is it really going to be a good reel? And I mean, the other thing is, how waterproof is it? If you dunk so, it in the water. That's the next thing I was going to get to. So I know for the longest time, everyone that I knew who had a Corrado DC, they're like, oh, you can't get in the water. It'll get all messed up. You can. You can dunk it. We've proven it. At least I've proven it because I've done it. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I use I use old school fishing man lube, which is whatever water I'm in. That's what I use. Oh, my reel's acting funny. You know who'd fix this? About 12 and a half milliseconds in the water. Great, great Miami, refreshing great Miami River water, like you said in the YouTube video. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. So it's the durability is a factor in there. And I hate, like, I've never used it, and this might sound weird to everybody out there, but I hate bad-mouthing products I've never used because yeah. I really can't because I haven't used it yet. I don't know. But I just don't have high hopes. I think that's that's fair. what I'm saying. I mean, I just don't have high hopes for it either. So yeah, I'm not dogging it to dog it. I just think maybe they could have just made a reel that's just better than all the crap they've been making. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Brad. Did you, the next one right underneath casking? Did you see this at all? I did not. I don't even know what that says. Okay, so. Forgive me when I pronounce this, but it's I think it's pronounced uh Siv Sivlo. So Sivlo, that's pronounced wrong, but I don't care. It is this is the beginner's reel that we were talking about to where, like you just said, casking, I think it'd be good for yeah. you know beginners. This is that beginner's reel. So this is the uh Sivlo Draken, and it has cast guard cast guard tech in it so what it basically does is and all the civlo reels do this but the cat or the draken with this cast guard tech i'm trying to find one so we can show it um it basically you cannot backlash it like apparently from the guy who talked about it and then the the youtube guy who was um reviewing it here uh-huh. it is the Draken, the Draken one. I don't know if my internet's just not being great or if their website's just poo poo. It's probably that. <laughs> so here's the Draken one. So it's $191. I didn't know that price. That's a hundred one hundred. That's a, that's a super weird price. Comes out later in October. This reel with this cast guard tech apparently cannot be backlashed. And from everything I watched in the videos and stuff, it kind of really can't. This dude was like hammering it, no thumb. He closed his eyes and just threw it, no thumb, and it stopped on its own. It's huh. designed to be a beginner-friendly reel, but also how they said pros will love this because they don't have to worry about their thumb because that cast guard is like a permanent, like an automatic thumb for you. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about it, because a the name is weird which automatically turns me off that's like super petty but that's just how i feel um well it's the same thing about the packaging that me and you talk about all the time well yeah that's like the name of your company and the packaging that's your first impression as a company and i can't say this name confidently uh and it just i'll be honest the real looks it looks weird it's like really round it looks like from the it looks fine. And from this side, it looks like a regular bait casting reel. And then from the front, it looks like a bait casting reel. From this side, it looks like that uh, meme video where the large mouse all screwed up and says, You guys want to go fishing? That's what it looks like. <laughs> you uh, should make that so, do a meme. Put this reel I on should. there. Yeah, I should. That's the <laughs> easiest way to get someone to never talk to you again. Um, so here's, here's the. Pl- Here's the pluses with this. If this automatic thumb, which I've seen it, I saw it at iCast on the water day. I wasn't there, but I watched a video. 
it's hard to backlash or impossible or close to anyway. It's got a 17 pound drag, which is super high. So you can easily use this as a frog reel, as whatever you want, you can use it for it. So again, I'm not going to talk. I like this better than I do the iReel, especially at the price. And it's the same price. And I like, or no, it's a hundred dollars less, but I still like it better than the iReel. If it was the same price, just because it's more traditional, it's got technology in it that this is great for a beginner because if it is as good as they say to where oh you don't have to be a beginner to use it and you'll just love it because the auto thumb technology that's awesome because a beginner doesn't have to use this somebody like you and me could use it and we could night fish with it or guys who like to night fish because it does it automatically for you or if you are making a thousand casts with a crankbait it'll just do your thumb for you and they were throwing one sixteenth ounce lures all the way up to an ounce lure and it wasn't backlashing so yeah that's interesting i'll have to see that I might look a video up after this. Check it out. Yeah, I'll shoot. I'll shoot the video over for you. I I earmarked it. So sweet. Um, let's see. I want to just knock the reels out that we got. Uh, did you see anything on the Saint Croix Seven? I I saw that they came out with something, but I didn't really look at it. So. Which is, it's kind of weird because they don't really do reels, do they? Uh, I don't, I've never, I didn't, if they did, I didn't know that they did. Yeah, I didn't either. Oh, their website says decades in the making coming soon. So they're not even showing anything on it yet. Yeah. So there, there's some stuff. I've got a website up. Well, I had a website up. I'm trying to find it. it. I think it was the wire to fish. Yeah, it was. So it's the wire to fish. I can't, I don't think there's any price point set for it yet. I think it's coming calendar 2024. So we're not even going to see it anytime soon. Yeah. Um, this is just for a giveaway, but this is the real. It is a St. Croix backed made. It's a St. Croix made. It's a sister company, seven reels, which is just owned by St. Croix. Um, oh, basically, St. Croix real. Did you find it? Seven GFS series or GF series uh, low profile bait casting reel. It says one hundred twenty dollars retail. Okay, price. so one hundred twenty bucks is that's to me that's a great price on a reel, especially if it's a Saint Croix. Now, granted, we haven't tried it, we don't know, but this is the opposite of Cast King, to where their reputation precedes them. Yep, and it means the to me without if I never touch it, I'm going to assume the reel's good because it's made by Saint Croix sister company. Seven, which is owned by St. Croix. You know what I mean? It, Does that make sense? Yeah. It actually looks like a pretty pretty cool looking reel. So it has like a carbon handle and a graphite frame. And it's like a nice like in between black matte and like a shiny black. It's got it, it's cool looking. Yeah, the only uh share up that screen because that wire to fish thing I had didn't show it very well. So yours might show it better. Um the only the only thing I'm apprehensive about is when companies make reels that are flashy. Yeah. That scares me because why, like Shimano, for example, none of their reels are really flashy. They're all yeah. pretty subdued. They're all silver or black or the Corrado, the new Corrado ends up green, black. You just know the reel's going to do its job. Now, is that saying that this flashy thing isn't going to do its job? No, but I'm always apprehensive when I see something that's too over the top because it's like, Look how good it is. It's like a Ford Mustang. 
hey, it looks really cool, but it's gonna run into a group of people when you least expect it. <laughs> like, Jeez. like why, why would I? Why I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm just a fan of reels. Like, this yeah. is the flashiest part of this old lose BB1HC is my pink knobs I put on it for cancer. That's the flashiest part. Yeah. Other than that, it's got some gold accents, but they're kind of subdued, silver, black, and the reel just does work. It does awesome work. Huh. So. Yeah, well, that's interesting. I think it looks cool. I think it looks cool, yeah. the that That's the other thing I read. Uh, if you if, When you were scrolling down, I saw it. It's right there. One-year warranty. That's not very St. Croix. Yeah, because they usually have better warranty than that. Yeah, one year warranty. Now that is industry standard. Every pretty much every reel has a one year warranty. But I don't know. That's another thing that sets Saint Croix apart. And seven, if it's a sister company of Saint Croix, I would assume they'd have kind of the same mission holdings. I would assume it would be better. That's just yeah. Me. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. It'll probably be a decent reel for somebody that's in the market for like a SLX or something which I'd probably still get with the SLX anyway, but $99 <laughs> compared to 120 Yeah, I mean, and it's now you're fighting reputation or reputation when it comes to reels, and I don't think yeah. anyone makes a reel better than Shimano in the not 100 to $200 price point. Yeah, I agree. All right, so you take us away, because that's, that's all the reels. I know there are some other ones out there. But I didn't really see them, and if I did see them, I didn't care. I think they made a uh, spinning version of that too, but they we, did. We yeah, have, we don't have to talk about it. No, and I haven't. I haven't actually seen it. I know they made one just because they talked about it, but I haven't seen it yet. All right, so let's talk about some baits. We got Rapala. They came out with some quite quite a bit of stuff. Actually, they came out with some soft plastics. The freeloader that I think Jacob Wheeler won a uh, tournament on recently and a uh, Rapala Maverick jerkbait. Yep. Uh, do you want to pull up that freeloader? Yes, I do. Cause it looks pretty cool. And it's funny. Cause I, all right. So I saw, I saw a post about this and somebody comments on it. There's, they said that is the perfect name for a bait. That is a copycat bait. <laughs> do you know what it's a copycat of? Is it the the spunk shad? Yes. Yeah. Every, like there's like three spunk shads copies that came yeah. out this year. Like so, you have the freeloader, you have um, you've got what the freeloader came out with have, one. Yeah, the Z man. I can't remember what it's called. The chatter spike. Chatter spike. The only thing that sets that apart is it's a last tech. So I'll let that one slide. But it's all a spunk shad. Yeah, just is it's and it's I found it. I saw it on a post the other day. I find it funny that the uh, companies are like just it's so it's so easy. It's not like they're even trying like yeah. they came out with another one. It's called the Bronco bug. I which, saw that, too. This is a big blown up version of it. There's old. You can't see because my it's, it's a weird looking bait. It's like a real long like beaver style so, or something isn't it? does that look like that looks like that bronco bug right yeah a little bit yeah so that's the osp do live beaver that came out in 2017 yeah it's 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 getting to the point like jdm stuff who was it missile baits they made yep, the missile uh, baits bomba yep missile yep the bomba 
also known as the cover scat by D. The cover scat depths. Depths. I mean, it's it's it's. I, I get it. It is what it is. But just make something new. Yeah, but the I, I've seen arguments about this where people are like, you can't get these other baits readily available because they're sold out. These other companies come out with a bait here in the United States, you'll be able to get it whenever you want. So I guess it's a good trade off. But at the same time, yeah. it's really not innovation. They're just stealing designs at this point. And that's it, it's just stealing designs. Like, no, I'm a, I can stand behind the like because getting a cover scat, you're not going to any just any old store. You're not going to Dick's Sporting Goods. Like, oh, there's the depth section. Yeah. You're not doing that. Like, you're not going to a store and say, oh, there's the OSP section for the do live. You're ordering them from. JDM websites hooked up tackle. If you're lucky enough to live in Arizona or in Phoenix, you can actually go to this awesome store and get them. But so I can get behind, you know, Oh, well they're easily available. Cool. I can, I can understand that. But at the same time, like just make something new. I, yeah. I, I don't know. That's I just, I'm tired of this. It's the same old stuff over and over and over. And everyone like gets all excited. When I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's a good bait and I'm going to use them because a, yeah, do getting do lives and getting cover scats are hard. So I'll use them, but at the same, like I, it, I'm just going to say it's a cover scat. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. It's probably the same mold too. It's, it's I, I kind of would hope it's the same mold just because then they can be like, Oh yeah, we're paying depths to make this bait for them here. Cause then I would buy <laughs> all of them all the time. Cause I'd be more okay with it, but it's probably yeah. like some guy, took a tour of the depths factory and like took pictures like mission impossible. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Uh, we didn't talk about the Maverick jerk bait. So let's talk I'm about the Jay show the Maverick. Cause I didn't see that one. That was one that must've slipped by me. Yeah. It, I mean, it looks like your typical like Rapala jerk bait that you see at the stores. I mean, there's nothing real special about it. I don't think my, well, let's see. And I'll be the judge of that. Oh, come on. Yeah, my internet's going slow, too, for some reason. It's the end of the world. Oh, no. I wish. What? Where is it at? I don't know. I can't find it right now. Oh, okay. So, what? It just looks just like a regular Rapala jerkbait? From what I saw, I thought it did, but... No, I don't want to see Nomad. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Hold up the surprise. Nomad Maverick. Oh yeah, it wouldn't why. surprise me. Rapala is not really known for uh... this. Will sound bad, but Rapala is not known for innovation. They're known for having tried and true baits that have been the same and have worked the same since like the '60s. Yeah, I was I was gonna it, say the same thing. It's they've had the same nothing, thing for a long time, and it works for people. And it's and affordable. There's nothing wrong. I'm about to say it's affordable and there's nothing wrong with that. Like if it works, why would uh, why would you change it? DTs have worked forever. Why change it? Oh yeah, DTs are awesome though. I love I I love the DT. Things are awesome. Yeah, I agree. I can't find it, not at the moment nope. at least. There you go. So everyone, by the time this comes out, you'll be able to look it up and be like, "These guys are idiots." It's right here. This is the day it ended. So give us. A oh, break. that's I'm kind of uh, spelling it wrong. It's spelled weird. Maverick, it's M A V R I K. Here it is. 
It's uh, cost cutting. Screen share. Yeah. It's taking forever. Sorry, guys. Here we go. There it is. $14.99 jerkbait. Like I said, it looks like your typical Rapala jerkbait to me. Yeah, the Maverick 110 jerkbait. Have you noticed a lot of companies are starting to put 110 in their name? Yeah, that's a centimeter, right? Yes, but it's also no, it's inches. Me- it's hundred inches. Oh, I yeah, that. it's was... it's an easy it's an easy way to if you look for 110 jerkbait. Now, like six companies come up except for the in, instead of just the original. Yep. So. I don't know. That's just my two cents on that. But it doesn't look bad. It's a jerkbait. It'll do the job. I wouldn't be worried about it not doing the job. It's a Rapala jerkbait. They're known for making good ones. So, Yeah, I've caught fish on some of their jerkbaits. They're all right. But yeah, like I said, nothing nothing special. They hyped it up a bunch, and I don't think there's much to it. So, Yeah, it's it's hard to... Yeah, but... All right. Um... Let's go to like our favorite company at ICAST. We, t- we talked about missile already, right? Yeah, we yep. talked about the. There's the micro swim jig. I didn't see that one. Yeah, it was on a. It was on Ike's Instagram. He was talking about it. Just a little tiny swim jig. I was about to say, it just do. sounds like like a micro swim jig. Um, but I want to talk about Z-Man because they have a ton of stuff coming out. They always do, man. I think I know. They're like the leading brand out there for like innovation, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. When it 100%. comes to U.S. market, at least. I agree. Um, so, I think me and Brad, we talked. I think we talked about the Chatter Spike last last episode. Yeah. No, it so, was with Drew Gregory. Okay, so with Drew, so we talked about that. That looks like an awesome. Uh, jackhammer chatterbait trailer i'm excited yep. to use that that is it's i will say it looks like a spunk shad but it's made of a last tech so it'll last longer the only thing i'm worried about is getting it over the double keeper hooks of a jackhammer that's going to be annoying <laughs> yeah um, but one thing i would say i want to look at the unless you want to pull up the chatter spike i mean it looks like a spunk shad i want to look at the yeah. 4.5 gremlin yeah i was just looking at it this thing looks yep. wicked yeah, I'm about to say pop that bad boy up there because that looks awesome. It does look cool. Like it, it kind of looks like a cross between a crawl and a lizard a little bit. Yeah, which is kind of what I thought as well. Um, I'm pretty sure it got an award. Um, it looks, it was designed by B-Lat, which he designs dope baits. It's going to be awesome for your guys who want to pitch and flip because it's yeah. super like when it's going through the air, it's going to be super uh, uh, aerodynamic, super like skinny when it's going through. So it'll get into lily pads, heavy grass, stuff like that. I think now it's a 4.5. I want to say that I think they're making a smaller version, too. But I even wouldn't they, be surprised. Even if they wouldn't make a smaller version, I think this would do work on our rivers here. Yeah, because it looks me and James were out on the river. I saw a crawl that looked like a like a prawn. It was ginormous. Dude, our I mean, crawls in the river are huge. I came across mm-hmm. the, a memory in my Facebook feed from last year, and I took a picture of one. This thing was a tank, like yeah. five, six inches long. Not even joking. Yeah, and I saw like six or seven of those in together in that stretch we were at. 
so I think this would do awesome. You throw it on a, a EWG rig or EWG rig, a, a Texas rig with the EWG hook and like a yeah. little weight, and then throw it in some riprap and stuff. And I think it would hammer. I think fish of all sizes would crush this. It it looks like if you were if you would just swim it too, it looks like it'd have a lot of action. Like I'm I'm picturing those tails like flipping and then like the little flaps on the side flapping at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you it'll be a perfect bait for a Carolina rig. I don't, we don't throw them that often here, but it'd yep. be a perfect bait for a Carolina rig. Perfect bait for p- pitching and flipping, rip rap, and sunken trees and all this other crap. I think it'll be a great bait for hopping or swimming, like big hops to where it's really fluttering. I think it'll do great. I'm going to get these and go to SV and throw it in some of those mats. Yeah. I think they'd hammer them. Oh, I think they'd hammer it. So something else I just noticed on this thing, if you look at the very end where the uh, the tails curl, it mm-hmm. looks like you might be able to cut it along that edge to where make it look like an actual like crawl with pinchers, and you might be able to throw it on a jig maybe. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely – I mean, we wouldn't put it back past either of us. We put things on jig trailers that we probably weren't supposed to. Um, but yeah, you're right. It kind of does look like it was designed to possibly be cut there if you wanted to, to trim it down. Yeah. It's just like, this is a bait to where I haven't seen anything like this in this configuration. Now, if those tails weren't there, I'd say it looks like a beaver, a do live or close to it or like another bug or something. But with those, those curly tails at the end, man, I think it's, it's different. Yeah. That's cool. Which I like this thing about. Yeah. Yep. Let's say so they had they had the gremlin the chatter spike they had for soft baits they also had the uh their new swim bait um which is like the mullet let me see let me see if I oh i didn't put that on there i forgot about that no you're good i remember um the mulletron are you pulling it up yep all right i'm pulling it up right now Let me see. There we go. That's what I wanted right there. It's a t- so they have the Moltron, which I mean, it's a soft swim bait, and then they have one. I didn't. It didn't pull up the Moltron. Like, I think it's LT, the one with the hook built in. But let's see. What's this? Can you see? Yeah, you can kind of see it. Let's do this. Yeah, so it's a little swim bait, three and a half or three point three or four inch. So all the colors they'll have, this will work anywhere in the country, whether you have mullet or not. Uh, and it also pairs perfectly with their new Z-Man weighted hooks. Those are cool too. I, I saw this. Is there a picture with that on this? Uh, there is. Yeah. So it's it's their weighted hooks for, especially if you're swim bait guys out there who have them. I'm not going to play the video, which I guess yeah. I could, but I don't want to. Um, it's It's got this really big L here in the offset. So it's like an offset hook, but it's a lot more drastic. This picture doesn't do it justice, but it has this keel weight right here in the front that it's just, it's it's perfect. Kind of offsets it off there to where you're still going to get a good hook set. You can Texas rig this, so you can swim this in the nastiest crap you want, which you could with other weighted EWGs, but they're, these hooks just look different. Yeah, from seeing them in pictures and seeing them. So, what are those hooks called? Do you know? I didn't. I didn't see it. 
I put um, it in the notes when I saw it. I just ZWG put, hooks. That's yeah, the ZWGs. Yep. Which uh, that's a pretty cool play on the. They they the always Z-Man do name. that though. Yeah, the Z Man always does that. Yeah. So there it is in a big old red's mouth. I'm gonna see if I can find the the Molotron. Like LT. There it is. Bam. So this is kind of what I'm super pumped about. And what I think a lot of swim bait guys will be super pumped about is that. So think of a lot of guys are like, what are they getting into Huddleston game? It looks kind of like a HUD. Yeah. But instead of paying an uh, exorbitant amount of money, they're going to be significantly cheaper. You're looking at $9.99 for the four and a half or $12.99 for the six inch. And what are all, what are these ones? This is the Molotron or the Molotron LT. So it has okay. a hook built into it with a That's weight cool. system in the front. And it has all these different colors. So silver mullet, mossback, bayou tiger, whatever all these colors are. They're I can already tell you they're gonna come out with new colors. I wish does it just have no. I was gonna hope it had the picture of the weighted the keel weight system in the head, but it 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 looked like it's designed really well. I watched some video of it in the water. It kicks awesome, and this is a cheaper option for people who want to get in swim bait fishing without spending thirty dollars or forty dollars on a Huddleston. Yeah, <laughs> and so. it's gonna last you forever. That thing's not gonna tear. No, I really don't think it will. Um, now I did not read that this is. It's, I don't know if it's, it's, well, it says super plastic material, but I don't know if it's like the elastic. Oh, no, it is. So it's actual elastic. So yeah, this is going to, like, you're never going to, unless you get bit off or lose it, you're never going to damage the spade. It'll be, it'll yeah. go forever. Which is what, like, when I see big swim baits like that, that's what I think of. I'm like, ah, I'm going to get, catch one fish on it or three fish or something that's going to tear and I'll have to buy a new one. Uh, I'll say, like, that style, my Huddleston's, I've caught, I've got one Huddleston that sits in my truck. I don't really fish it anymore. That's got bite marks all over it, and it's kind of tore up. But that's got 60 or 70 fish on it. And then I've got a Citizen, which everyone out there working class zero, the Citizens, I wait up all night to get one when it comes out. And I have to fight 4,000 other uh, guys in their basements to order them. And uh, I've caught like three or four fish on one of those, and I ripped it right where the hook was at. And I ripped the whole plastic. So, And those are expensive. Yeah. So, but I think this will be good for the swim bait community, especially guys who are wanting to get into it because they don't have to spend like half their paycheck to get it. Yeah. Somebody like me then. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be perfect for someone like you because you just, you're new to the swim bait game. You don't have a lot. And uh, you can get into it for relatively cheap, which I want to circle back to Z Man because we're talking about this style, but the Berkeley Nessie. Yeah. That thing looks really cool. It does, and I think it won, uh, like, the soft plastic bait or freshwater bait or something. Which is funny because a couple years ago they won that same category with the uh, ghillie. I don't want to talk about the ghillie. (laughs) I got a picture of the Nessie pulled up if you you got it. Oh, cool. Well, I've got it, I'm going to say, unless you want to pull yours up. but. So this is a soft glide bait. So it is a soft plastic glide bait. Let me see. I didn't see the price on them. So $12.99 is the most expensive as a 9-inch. That's insane. That's a pretty good price, yeah. That's an awesome price. I mean, there's tons of colors that are going to be coming out. I, 
I, I I didn't know how I felt about it at first because I thought they were gonna want like forty bucks for it, but uh, that's as close as I'm getting. But it it looks I, it looks cool. It's like a I've, it's a soft body mag or it's a glide version of a mag draft. It looks like kinda yeah. I mean it has that that hook. I know that hook has a, a hook keeper goes in there so you can make it a little bit more weedless. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be cool. It's the same concept as the Moltron LT once they come out with colors for freshwater guys. It's a cheap alter- alternative to getting swim bait fishing. You can get a glide bait and a swim swim bait, soft body swim bait, for under thirty bucks. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The, I mean, the yeah. what's that tail made out of? Is it like that hair looking stuff or the bristle? It looks like the bristles. Um, okay. So those tend to last longer than the standard. Yeah. Than the standard ones do, but I'm really excited for this. I think it's going to, I think it's going to be good for the community. I think people are going to like it. I, I hope it works well. I've seen it swim. I mean, it glides great. I'm pumped. Me too. I might have to get me one. If I can find them in stores, it seems like I can't find anything that comes out new in stores for a while. Yeah, because the hype behind it, people are going to order them out through online retailers and then they'll finally hit stores six months later and Dix will be out of them for like a year (laughs) because it's the best thing we have around us now. I guess Cabela's, but they suck. So, Um, Also, I don't have it pulled up or anything, but you see Z-Man's making rods? I did. I saw that and I was like, that's kind of weird. I thought it was a sticker on a rod. Like Z-Man just had it and then I looked up some more and I was like, what? Uh, so I, I think I have it here. Yeah. six twenty-eight twenty-three. It says Z man's fishing rod. Drew's ultimate Ned. I mean, if Drew's name's on it, I'll, I'll, I'll screw with it. I don't know if it's Drew Gregory though. Then I might not screw with it. <laughs> We're going to have to ask him about that, but uh, here it for is. Sure. Yeah. I must say I haven't really seen, it. I saw it fleetingly in a video. Um, which it makes sense that these are medium lights and fast action rods because they like their small stuff. Well, yeah. And I mean, Z man got, they made their bread and butter off the TRD. So this is a TRD rod. Yeah. And it looks cool. Like the, uh, the wraps around like the, uh, hook keepers and the line guides and stuff. They look cool. So it was made by Drew Reese. That's who designed it which he is a finesse legend, like it says in the, the introduction there. But yeah, he is, I mean, he created the TRD, so. Yeah. Well, co-creator of the TRD. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to say something about, oh, is it good? Yeah, it'll probably be good. Uh, haven't seen it. Haven't used it. I'm not going to say anything on it, but it looks cool. And I trust Z-Man. So. Oh, I do too. A, it has a weird, weird uh, handle. Yeah, I was wow. about to say that. That is kind of weird. That's like super weird. Now, with it being so lack of any real seat, what? Electrical tape for the reel. What? It is an old, that's what it says. These rods were retro finesse with Tennessee style handles that require tape to strap the reel into place. Why? That's super old school stuff right there. 
<laughs> All right, I changed my mind. I probably will not try that. I'm never going to use this. <laughs> I'm just not. Oh, that's weird. Like the, the old heads out there would be like, oh, that's what I used. I don't care, man. All right, so I mean, future show, we'll probably get Glenn from Z-Man on, and we're going to talk about this because I'm interested now. Um, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Like, I wouldn't mind trying it. I don't know if it That's had a funny. price point on it, but <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Oh, man. Can you imagine just casting and your reel, like the electric tape breaks and your reel just goes flying and breaks all your guides? So I've, I've actually had something like that happen before where I was fishing with two piece rod with my brothers. One end flies all the way off in the middle of the river and I get so mad. I throw the rod and they're <laughs> sitting there. They're Cody and Curtis. They're both laughing at me. He still brings it up. He's remember when you threw that rod? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't blame him for laughing because I laugh at you all the time when stupid stuff ends up happening because it only happens to you. Um, yeah, but, but yeah. So we'll get Glenn on. We'll talk about that. But we're starting to run. So where, where do you want to go next? Do you want to? Oh man, kind of. Uh, need... Let's uh, hit this uh, Yamamoto bait real quick. The ten inch itchy worm, icky worm. Yep. So I'm super whatever. Yeah. Ichi, icky Japanese word. I don't know. Um, I'm kind of excited for this. I haven't thrown a 10 inch worm in a while. I threw one a little bit last year on a shaky head because I forced myself to do it on the river. Right now is the time to throw them, man. Summertime. I know. And I'm probably going to, if I can find a pack of these quick enough, I'll probably get them and try them on a shaky head because I miss throwing it. And I've got a Dobbins champion sitting behind me, not getting used. Um, I don't know. It does. It's a Yamamoto bait. Now, this is not the same Yamamoto we all grew up with. So I want everyone to know that. Yeah. So I don't know yet. But I'm kind of excited. It look kind of looks just like a, a 10 inch worm, ribbon tail, 10 inch ribbon tail. Kind of like, yep. I mean, Zoom made them the big old monster. That's a tried and true worm. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm interested to try it. I'll say that. Yeah. It looks, it look to me, it looks, like a cheap knockoff of something. I just can't remember what. I don't know. If they use it like it's a Sanko, which it says. Does that say Slinko? Yeah, slimmer to the Slinko. If it's kind of like the, the Sanko to where it's the same body composition, salt comp- composition, then I might. I'll be more interested and in try it. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it looks like just like a 10 inch worm. Nothing special to me, but I mean, I won't try it. Yeah. It's interesting, but yeah. Uh, so before we get to like the kayak stuff, I want to hit Sunline really oh, quick. Geez. I forgot about that. I know. So, <laughs> and I mostly, if we just hit one thing, I kind of just want to hit this Tempa tapered FC because this is super interesting. So I'm pumped. You can actually already get this stuff. I'm probably going to make an order tonight. For it, uh, but it is a tapered leader line, and what's so cool about it is, like this one right here. This will probably be end up being the one I want. So I use lighter braid for my like spitting setups, and I mostly use like super high colored braid so I can see really soft bites. And this. FC leader goes from a 12 pound diameter to eight pound diameter. 
which will make tying like if I wanted to go to heavier line, I could. The only reason I really haven't is because a lot of times my Alberto knots will slip when I use a really thin leader line to a heavier braid. So I'll go to like 15 pound braid because it's the same diameter as, you know, my leader would be with this. I can do heavier braid behind it and match it to the 12 pound and then still have my eight pound diameter in the front. So I think this is super interesting. I've never seen anybody try this or do this. So I think it's dope. Yeah, that's that stuff's weird. I, I looked at it. I was like tapered fluorocarbon. That's kind of weird. Yeah, the only thing I would want to try is, is there any, it's sunline, so I doubt it, but is there any weakness in that taper? And I'm kind of worried, like if I have, if I decide to go 30 pound braid to 12 pound fluorocarbon leader to eight to... To an eight pound, you know, tapered front end of that leader. Yeah. If I'm if I'm thinking in my head, I've got 30 pound braid behind this, I can fight the fish harder if I'm gonna break my where that taper starts. That's yeah. the only thing I'm really worried about. But so what what's the point of the taper? So you can have a bigger main line. Oh, so you're saying if you have like 50 pound braid or something stupid. Well, yeah. So like 12 pound fluorocarbon, I want to say is the same diameter as I got you. Uh, like, so for instance, 65 pound is equivalent to 16 pounds. So like if you wanted to go, I could put 65 pound braid behind this 16 pound leader and go to a 10 pound and then it's 10 pound at the front. So your line diameter is smaller. So if fish are line shy or oh, thing, I you can have a bigger main line. The only thing I'm worried about, like I said, is I'm going to think I've got 65 pound braid. I can fight this fish harder and I'll break the main line, you know, yeah. or the, the tapered line. So that's, that's one thing I'd be worried about. No, that's interesting. But also at the same time, like, do I really need that? Probably not because yeah. I mean, but it's sunlight, you know you're gonna get it. Yeah, but still, <laughs> I want to try it just because I'm curious. Yeah, I just think it. I I mean, I don't know. It's a lot easier to find thirty pound braid than it is like fifteen or twenty pound braid. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just my thought. But I just wanted to hit that. They came out with a new braid too called Overwatch. We'll, we'll, I, I'm going to try to get the Sunline guys back on so we can talk about that too. Um, but let's get to the kind of – do you want to hit kayaks first or kayak accessories? Uh, let's do kayaks first. Cool. So I'm a bona fide guy through and through. Uh, I want to talk about the bona fide Skiff 117 before anything else because I can. Yeah, that boat looks interesting. Like, I know it's made for salt flats down in the Gulf and stuff like that, but I think this boat is going to be an awesome little creek boat. I think boat, it's whatever you say. I think it's going to be an awesome river boat. Um, like the open deck uh, makeup of the whole thing. I've always been been a big like a big. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I've always loved the open deck space for any kind of river kayak and i think that kind of kills it right there oh this is i mean in my i don't think there's anything else in the market really uh from your main main like brands that is this open this wide of a deck yeah so if you i mean you still have your back storage so you can fit like it says a 16 by 16 black pack so you can fit that back there mm -hmm. um 
two things that I think is awesome about it. So it's 34 and a half inches wide, but it's completely open deck. You still have your tracks that you're known with Bonafide. You have some tie downs in the front, um, but it has the comfort seat in it, which is the best seat on the yeah, market. That's here. the original seat on from the SS series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which ah, the P127 will be so much better with that seat, but that's the only thing the p127 is missing yeah. is that seat same thing with the rvr like i understand why the rvr has what it has yeah. and i understand why the p127 has what it has because apparently like it's with ergonomics and pedaling okay it is what it is but that seat on there is going to be awesome but what's even cooler is it's designed to take the seat out and put a cooler there and you can stand because it's like a uh it's a paddleboard and a sup combo yep or a paddle or a sup and a kayak combo and it's cool when I saw the side view of this, like the profile of this thing is super tiny. I don't know how tall it is, but it looked like it was not even eight inches off the water. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's going to be an awesome skinny water boat. Um, it can fit 425 pounds. That's pretty good I, for such a small little kayak. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's just under 12 foot. So traveling with it's going to be super easy. What was what was the weight like? Sixty four pounds or something? Uh, let's see. I was trying to find where a better picture of the. Uh, so it doesn't have weight shown, but I'm guessing it's probably in there somewhere. I'm yeah, going to say max is seventy five. Probably not even that. I would guess because I think the RS is seventy seven. Yeah, so it's probably going to be even lighter than that. It's got the the. Um, deployable uh my brain stopped working skeg um skeg it's got yep. the deployable skeg in the rear that came off the rvr so it's going to track awesome with that down but if you pull it up you're going to be able to turn on the dime and it has that same four volt configuration here in the rear so you can throw a motor on it if you want yeah. like this i think this is going to be the guys down south are going to love it for cruising around for reds i think it's going to take off in our creeks and rivers here it uh i had uh armando message me about this he's like i tried the skiff today that thing's awesome he said, I also tried the RVR and I hated that thing. <laughs> he said, the R- the RVR should have a retractable skeg too. And I said, it does. He's like, yeah. no way that you would have think they you would have thought they would have told me that when I was on the water with it. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'll say just from owning the RVR, it's the, I'm selling my P127 right now. I mean, the RVR is, it's the best boat I've ever been in period. I've had it on Dale hollow and it worked great. Throw a motor on it and it does big lakes just as well as it does all our rivers and i've taken it as shallow as you know your sholey and any other boat i've ever had and it's been perfect yeah. i need to try it no this is a cool boat i think it's i think it's a pretty cool concept from bonafide i agree and it's it's kind of crescent really they kind of did it i would say first kind of that sub hybrid kind of yeah well sup yeah plus. yeah the sub they're, plus. They're, that's like a true sub board though that is yeah this is more of that hybrid and i think i mean I agree. I haven't been in it yet, but I know what my demo boat next year will probably be. Heck yeah. That's cool. And this looks like it'd be a good fly fishing boat too. So if there's fly fishermen out there, that's exactly. So I texted, uh, I used to work with him. Everyone called him my grandpa because with our mustaches, I look like the younger version of him and, uh, his name's bill. I don't know if bill's listening, but if you are bill, I miss you. And, I texted him and I was like, dude, this would be awesome for you fly fishing. He's like, oh yeah, it'd be great. And you know, blah, blah, blah. And he stands and fly fishes out of a, a Pelican catch. So, oh. I mean, he, this would be like a dream come true for him. 
any yeah. fly fisher out there, you have all that room to stand up. It's super stable. I mean, I saw guys on the on water testing walking the bow to this front, like this. I almost want to call it a platform yeah. up here. They were walking up there and it was fine. wasn't even moving around. And they were guys who said, oh, I'm not super comfortable standing in a kayak. And they were walking around it like it was nothing. Oh, that's cool, man. No front hatch, but yeah, it's not needed on this. Yeah. Thing. It's not neat, and I don't think it's really – that's not what it's designed for. It's more of that, like, flat water finding stuff. Yep. Uh, let's see here. I want to talk about the Old Town EPDL next. This is weird. Like, so I've always had an idea of a pedal drive kayak having, like, different gears like a mountain bike. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think that's what Old Town did with this one, kind of. So it's like an e-assist uh, pedal drive kayak. So, yes and no. There's a guy, a kid on YouTube. His name's Larry something, and he's sponsored by Old Town, and he got in it. And you can turn it on to where, like, if it's a pedal assisted, right? You can have the different modes to where you're really just all you're doing is moving the pedals forward and it's going, or you can put it in cruise mode and the motor will actually do everything for you. Yeah. So, I and mean, you just it's, steer it's like a, a rudder. Yes. Yep. You just steer just like a rudder. Um, that thing will get up and go. But here's the thing that throws me. The price. Let me see if it'll. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's expensive, so, man. It's not showing me, but it's, I think, I want to say it's $599. 6K. That is $6,000. That's crazy, but when I think of Old Town, I think of quality kayaks. Like, I think Old Town has the best quality of any kayak on the market. Um, I don't know, dude. Their drives and stuff, they just seem durable. Like, their innovations and stuff, they just seem top-notch. But this is like, do I need it? I don't know. I mean, in all honesty, if you're spending six K on a boat, it's because you're buying this boat with a motor. You could just buy a boat with a motor. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is what it is. So the, here's the thing. So I agree. The old town boats in themselves. I think they're fantastic. The brand's been around for what? A hundred and some odd years. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to say they're not one of the best kayak manufacturers out there. Their drives have had some issues in the past. They've apparently fixed them. Um, who's, whose kayaks don't have issues with drives. It seems like everybody does. Apparently, the only drive that is the it's the native drive. The native drive is the number one rated kayak drive on the market. Huh. So, and it I, I, I don't know if it's just because it's so simple, um, but Bonafide's right behind them on drive quality now. But with this, it's it's kind of the same thing. For six thousand dollars, do I want to be that douche who has a Tesla? <laughs> That's what it is. It's a Tesla. <laughs> it just is. Like it's cool. And I watched the video and the thing gets up and goes. You can you have, you know, if you're coming back a long day of fishing and you don't want to pedal anymore, put it in cruise control and just go. Yeah. Going spot spot cruise control. And then you can control with your pedals. It's awesome. But the price point is just so high. You know, the thing that I do like about the e-pedal is if it's super windy out, like on a lake that me and you hit up north, it's like 35 mile an hour winds. You're mm-hmm. going to be able to pedal through that wind effortlessly with this thing. 
That's true. I mean, I'll give you that. But at the same time, like, why not just turn that off and use the actual motor? You know what I mean? That's what I'm getting at. Like, okay, so $6,000. Here we are. $6,000 comes with the pedal and the motors built in the pedal. Or, and I'm not saying this is the best pedal drive out there because I'm selling mine. I think it's really good. But the P127 at like 3200 and a Newport, or if you really want to get fancy, a Torquedo on the rear end is still cheaper than this. Yeah. And it yeah, does yeah, the you're same thing. getting way more at that yeah, price. It, it, and it does the exact same thing. Minus maybe not I, – I want to say maybe not as good control, but in all honesty, yeah, I think you would have the same control, if not maybe more, because you can turn that motor sideways and Tokyo drift it around wherever you're at. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know, though. I, I saw it, and I was just like, oh, that's kind of weird. I think it's cool, and it's innovation. No yeah. one's ever done it. That, that is awesome. the cool part. The innovation part, I can appreciate. And I'm not surprised even one little bit that Old Town's the one that did it. <laughs> Same here, because they were the first ones to put, like, the motor in the pod yep. area. Yep, with the motor guide, or the Minkota. Yep. Yeah, I remember seeing that Predator MK the first first time at uh, Field and Street. I was like, holy crap, that thing's cool looking. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, those are sick. Um but yeah, so we had that. Do you want to hit the Titan X? Yeah, we could talk about it for a few seconds. Um, I didn't, I didn't go into real depth of of it, but I mean, it looks like your typical Titan, but it has like two graphs, uh, two mounts for a graph now, and uh, bow mount ready. It's bow mount ready. It's got uh, three quad, uh, like motor mounts or. Uh, Power pole mounts in the rear. Oh, yeah, on the back. The seat swivels 360. Yep. Uh, it's got four rods internal storage. It's a beast. It is a big boat, and it is a heavy boat. But And it's a native, so everyone likes to complain about natives because they like fill with water. But I, mean, I wonder if they fix that issue on these. It looks like the scupper holes are still below the water line, so probably not. Yeah. Which I, that that wouldn't bother me. I mean, kayaking I is a wet sport either. It's a wet sport anyway. So if you're afraid of getting water in your kayak, just quit kayaking. Get a boat. Or stop being a sissy. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> say it's water. Like if it's so much water coming in your sinking, I'll get behind you. Don't do uh, that. Yeah. But other than that, it's water. Get a pair of NSR, NRS boots and call it a day. You won't even yeah. feel the water there. Exactly. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's there's not people are making a big deal about this kayak. Oh, it's awesome! I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't seem it's, like much difference. It's, it's not really our style of fishing though either. I mean, we're we're river fishermen. I mean, that's just what we do. Like we go to big lakes on trips. Yeah, but I'm just saying, there's there's no innovation here. It's just like slightly updated. Yeah, it's just a refresh. I think on the on the Titan. Yeah, it's just what it is. So. But you put on here Newport Bluetooth lithium ion batteries. Yeah, where does where did I, I didn't I didn't even see that at iCast. I saw that on their Instagram, I think. So is it kind of like the Z Pros where they're Bluetooth enabled now? Let's see. So it says new product alert. Newport Bluetooth lithium batteries. Now you can stay connected and inform your batteries status in real time. No more guessing, worrying 
about battery life. Fish with absolute confidence and enjoy extended time on the water. Available in 24 volt, 50 amp hour, 36 volt, 30 amp hour, 36 volt, 40 amp hour. All with Bluetooth monitoring via via the Newport mobile app. Embrace the future of angling technology so you can fish smarter, harder, and longer. So you know why they wouldn't need to make that? Is if they just put a battery gauge on their uh, Newport motors. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, it's cool. Uh, we're seeing a lot of innovation in lithium-ion batteries because a lot of people are using them. Yeah. But also, just put a gauge on your controller. Yeah, which I, I think you can just buy them on Amazon, right? Yeah, you can get a Bluetooth uh, battery monitor that you can just put onto your terminals and then put whatever you're on top of it, and it'll tell you. Yep. There's certain ones don't use because they're poo, and there's some that work fine. I still need to get one because I want to get one because I'm always worried. I've never run out of battery, but I'm always worried I'm going to. So, but but, it is cool that battery have the Bluetooth capability, though, and you can connect it to an app. So. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so you want to wrap this up because this is a super long show. Do you want to wrap this up with some of the Yak Attack stuff or Yak Gadget stuff? Yak Attack stuff. Yak Attack. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the Yak Attack stuff. So we have the brand new Yak Attack Track Pack, and I don't know how to feel. I don't either. I saw the video that Fluke Master posted. I'm just like. It's a cool idea, if, especially if you got a gear track that's like not being used. But sitting here thinking about where my gear tracks are on my kayak, it just won't, it wouldn't work for me. I don't know what, I don't know where I'd put it. I don't know what I'd put in it. I don't know. I don't even know how I'd use it. Yeah, I can't find, every time I try to search it, it doesn't pop up. I'm only seeing it on videos, iCast and stuff. But uh, same thing. I just don't have a, I would have no place for it that I can think of because all my tracks pretty much being used. I, I don't think it's a bad idea, but at the same time, like it doesn't fit me at all. I don't, I mean, I don't need to use it. I, I'm trying to slim down maybe for your late guys. I can see it who change lures a ton. Yeah. But I typically, I, I go out with five lures that I know work yep. and I just have to change colors if I do, but I'm also meticulous with my stuff. I won't just like throw in a box. I'll usually, let it air out like in a certain spot of my kayak and then put it back in the box before I leave. So I don't lose stuff. Yeah. You know what is interesting though? If, if you got like an SS style, uh, kayak, you could probably put it on the floor of your kayak in that little spot where the tray goes. That is true. That would be cool. The bad thing with that is you couldn't pull the tray out, but yeah, which I know a lot of people don't even put a tray there because it's kind of a pain sometimes. Yeah, and that would be cool because it's right there in front of you. So that would be good for because you can stack them. So let's say you put two there. The bottom one could have like I, I'm sure they're going to make organized for it. So maybe you could put terminal in there, and the top one could be like bags of plastic on top of each other. Yeah, I mean that would be that would be quite, that would be cool. I could see that. Plot, um, I mean, pliers, I a, scissors, whatever. Yeah, I mean I've got an SS one hundred seven, so that might be the strat because I don't really use the tray at all. Um, yeah. Granted, my wife uses that boat a ton, but I'm sure she would put know, her makeup in her, there, put her makeup, put her phone, <laughs> you know, I, well, think of your phone, your wallet, uh, yeah. maybe your boat registration in there. I mean, if yeah. your pod's full of electronics, that would be a good place for it. Kayaks that don't have a pod. Now you got one. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's another thing. Cause you can put track anywhere. Yeah. So 
Yeah. There you go. We walked through. Revolutionized the game, and now we're (laughs) off. Um, For all you LiveScop guys, we're going to run through this really quick. Uh, Yak Gadget and Yak Attack are both coming out with LiveScope mounts. Um, Yak Gadget is too? Yep. John's coming out with a LiveScope mount. Which I'm I'm surprised it took, and John, if you're listening, I love you to death. I'm surprised it took you guys so long to do it because everyone has live scope. Like people are using been using the sniper and then been reusing boat mounts and just one offs from other people. Yeah, it's awesome to see your two biggest kayak accessory companies out there making live scope mounts because everyone's using live scope now. Yeah, why not make a mount for it? So I'm happy to see that Yak Attack has one, Yak Gadget has one. There's videos of both of them. Um, Raccoon Outfitters did a pretty great in-depth interview with John uh, Thomas over at Yak Gadget. Talks about some new products and stuff like that. So tech, check that out. And then obviously Yak Attack is—they've got a couple of videos out talking about the live scope mount. That's um, cool. Yeah. I saw the Yak Attack one. It, it looks pretty legit. Yeah, I mean it, it does. It looks it looks a little bit more engineered maybe because it has a stow area, things like that. So it looks pretty dope. Um, I guess we can wrap this up, which what I think I've seen some people love it and I've seen some people hate it. And I'm right in the middle is the new yak attack, uh, measuring board leaderboard. Oh yeah. Yak attack leaderboard, which is a measuring device for tournament anglers and people who just want to measure their fish. The feature of this thing that I really liked is the little coal feature. So you can set, set it at your smallest fish. And that's how you know what size you need your next fish to be in order to call it. So, which is cool. So they said in the video when they were talking about it, he's like, "Yeah, we talked to a lot of tournament anglers who have to take their phones out, especially in kayak angling, take their phones out, see what their shortest fish were. They're keeping the fish out of the water longer. So I'm I'm about that feature. Uh, It's got places to where you can put in your ID holder. It clips right in, and they've made new roto grips that kind of hold the. uh, I want to keep calling catch. Oh, is that what that was? I saw. Yeah they, yeah, they made new roto grips to hold the board. It actually goes in the groove, so it clicks in, and then you just unclick it out, so it's oh, super cool. secure, which is cool. The only thing, I mean, it's a carbonate board, right? So it's the same as, like, the catch carbonite. Yeah. It, it's the board will float, which is cool. I don't – it's got a lot of features now. I'm really thinking about it. I was right on the – well, this is just a – carbon copy of the carbonite but now that i'm looking at it talk around a little bit it's got some features that are are i mean the coal feature is pretty cool especially for your tournament anglers um that's a great feature and then where your id holder sits i mean it clips in and actually clicks it's not going to move unless you want to you can slide it back and forth i mean it's it's not necessarily innovative but maybe an improvement on a product yeah and it it it's good for us consumers to have like these options because i i think you're going to see like catch come out with something now it's going to push yeah. catch to do something push yeah. it you know what i mean which catches don't sleep on catch if you go to their facebook uh duke's doing a bunch of stuff yeah. so they're they're making tracks and all this other stuff uh so don't sleep on them but i think i agree i mean the the joy of a capitalistic society is companies push other companies to make new stuff so they can take business away from that company. Just how. So we'll see some cool stuff come up, but. Oh man. So there's, I was just going to, Whoa, my mic just did something weird. That was weird. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, I was just going to run through these. I'm just going to name them off a couple different products that I saw real quick. Uh, Debro Fishing, they have the twist track knobs. They're actually um, collaborating with uh, uh, Catch, doing something there. Uh, yep. VM- VMC has a swinging Ned Rig jig. I thought that was cool. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Uh, Gamagatsu G-Shield Tungsten, which is a like a tomahawk-looking weight, I guess, and it protects your knot. It's yep. like hollow inside. Uh, Guardian Angel devices for a kayak. It's uh, the nav lights for kayak, and I think it sticks on, and then it has like different mounts where you can put pull it off, put it on a different mount, like Yak Attacks, Lock and Load. Yep. Uh Costa King Tide sunglasses. I didn't really look much into them, but they're supposed to be like really nice vintage sunglasses. They actually won best sunglasses of the show. And then Railblazer has a Live Pro 3 transducer mount. Which yeah, I, I didn't see I, that either. I really didn't look into it much, but it looks like it was a live scope mount, if I remember right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's companies are they're playing catch up at this point, I think, with live scope mounts, but it's yeah. good they're finally doing it. Yep. With, but other than that, dude, we got St. Croix Mojo Bass Trigon Rods. I didn't see that. You added that one. Yeah, so they're coming out with a new uh, uh, St. Croix Mojo Bass, the Trigons. I watched a video of it. They look they look cool. It's just I think it's a refresh on the Mojo Bass, so we'll see how those go. And then Douglas Travel Rods. I'm pumped for these. I'm probably going to get a couple because I'm going to Florida in September. So I'm going to see if I can snag one before then. Um, I said it when you get one. Yeah, I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I've been a Mega Best guy, big JDM guy, St. Croix. I've had extremes. Douglas makes some of the best rods I've ever used, period. So I'm pumped to see the travel rod. And then uh, we pretty much hit everything. That we were gonna go over. I'm trying to think yeah. if we missed anything through the through the the list. I don't think uh, we did. Well, we did. So there's the new Chatterbait Evo, which is gonna replace oh, yeah. the Elite Chatterbait. It's got speckled blades. It's got a five aught hook, double hook keeper. It kind of reminds me of like a jackhammer to an extent. So mm-hmm. that looks cool. Um, the colored blades look kind of cool. If I can get a chartreuse blade, that'd be dope. Yeah, but. Uh, let's real quick, let's wrap it up with this will be the last thing we talk about is the best category winners. We'll run through them real quick. You so hold up. Yeah, I've already got it. Okay. Um, so for no- novelties and wellness, we have the Gomez drink and misting bottle, which I always thought that was the stupidest category ever, but hey, it's there. <laughs> um, motorized boat accessories, power pole moves ER, the new power pole uh trolling motor, which looks awesome. It's been developed for years. Ooh. They finally released it, looks sick, super quiet, super dope. Um, non-motorized boat accessories, boat water hammock. Huh, okay. That's interesting. Um, boats and watercraft, the big water EPDL 132 one boats and watercraft from Old Town. So we talked about that. I'm not surprised they won. It's new, it's innovative, it's also super expensive. Uh, footwear, the ankle deck boot from AFCO. I own some AFCOs, they're poop. Don't buy them. Uh, <laughs> Ice fishing, the live scope plus ice fishing bum- bundle. I feel like they win every year, every other year when it comes to ice fishing because yeah. live scope makes ice fishing like cheating, which is awesome. Um, eyewear, Brad, you talked about it, the King Tides. 
those look awesome. They're not, I mean, it's 580 grams, so they're not like a super heavy eyeglass. Um, so Costa, it's hard to beat them. Uh, lifestyle apparel for women, for the zero women that listen to us. Uh, the women's cover-up dress from Huck Performance Fishing. Hey, there's some guys that can wear dresses. Don't hate. I, I will. I'll hate you even more. <laughs> uh, so lifestyle apparel for men, Ocean Bond hooded performance shirts from AFCO. Don't like their shoes, but love their apparel. AFCO apparel is dope. It's expensive, but it's worth it. Um, I'm going to f- skip some of the apparel. I was going to say, just read the ones that we care it's, about. It's all AFCO. It's AFCO for everything. Electronics, the Weston Escape Cam from Weston Fishing. Um, I saw a couple videos of that. It, it's just an action camera. looks pretty cool. Uh, where was the other one that I wanted to talk about? Uh, terminal tackle one, the VMC swing Ned egg. So I got to check that out. That looks cool. It's cool, man. Yeah. I need to, I need to check it. Um, custom tackle and components. Shout out to American tackle company for the, uh, Tusca two complete carbon handle. So that's and, pretty good. Best of show too. It so. also won in best of show. So for you guys who like to make custom rods, bam, bam get the tusca too fishing line the master floor cover and won it we'll see if it's actually any good or shimano's just riding on their name uh it's all fly fishing stuff salt water i don't care about salt water sorry uh freshwater hard lure chatterbait elite evo new chatterbait evo that i we kind of barely talked about at the end freshwater rod the new trigon mojo bass tank croy rod one lure was the nessie from berkeley and then the rod and reel combo was the Abu Garcia Zata baitcaster from Pure Fishing, also huh. known as the Poo Poo's. So, <laughs> yeah, um, Zata. It, it's Zeta. a cool looking, cool looking reel though. It's a looking reel, and I'm sure it's actually decent reel, but it's made by Pure Fishing, and I hate them with everything that I am. So, <laughs> sorry, ain't my ain't my cup of tea. But that's our show. Super long one. If you stayed the whole time, I hope you did. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, reach out and let us know in the comments down below, you know, on the YouTube or on Instagram, what is your favorite thing that came from iCast? What are you excited to get? What are you excited to try? And then make sure to remember at the beginning of the show to go to our YouTube, like, subscribe, and comment to get in the Dark Horse Tackle Box full of goodies. Sweepstakes. So, Oh, that was long-winded. Woo! It was. All right. But... Guys, okay. have a good, good show. Yeah. Yep. Good show. Guys, have a good week. Get on some water. Get on some fish. And we'll be seeing you. See ya. <laughs>